Hi there, Greg Shoemake here. I want to welcome you to Be Encouraged. It's my hope that this podcast will serve as a starting point for you to knowing God more and discovering your identity in Jesus. You really do matter to God. Enjoy. Well, hey there. Uh, Thanks a lot again for joining us today on uh, the Be Encouraged podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to you about uh, uh, a little thought. It's called being on the upside of things, if you will, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, And I apologize for the noise behind me. If you can hear all of that, I'm in my car at the moment. (laughs) Uh, Just kind of taking, taking advantage of an opportunity. But anyway, what I'm getting at, what do I mean by you are you are on the upside of things? Well, what I mean by that is, you know, life always doles out stuff. It always puts stuff on us and tries to bring us down. And, you know, things things happen. Life happens. And what I'm getting at with being on the upside of things is you do have a choice. You have a choice in how your days will go. You have a choice in how your life will go. It's actually up to you. It's not up to the circumstances that are surrounding you. But being on the upside of things means that there's got to be something stronger, something greater than you. Because you and I, we don't have what it takes to do it in and of ourselves. We require assistance. So what I'm getting, what I want to talk about here is what does it mean to be on the upside of things? Well, the foundation of this is the fact that God loves you. Now, you know, people go, yeah, God loves me. Okay, that's all great. No, but no, you got to hear me here. God loves you. Now, what does that mean? Jeremiah 31 verse 3, chapter 31 verse 3 says this, The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Now, the question is the word everlasting. How long is everlasting? Now, you think about that. How long is everlasting? Is there an end? You know, when we look at look at this, looking at this passage, here's the question that I have for you. Who is initiating this love? You know, who's initiating this love? Is this love uh, or I should say, is this choice of love in response to something that that you or I have done? You know, God saying, I love you because you've been so good, or I love you because you make right choices, or I love you because you're so pretty or you're so handsome. Is that, is that why he, cho- he chooses to have an everlasting love? No. I submit to you that the answer is no. He does not love you because of anything you did good or you did bad, anything you did right or you did wrong. He just chooses to love you. It was a choice that was made by God without any help from us. We didn't do anything at all to earn it. Now, where do I get this from? Well, here's here's a passage of scripture in Romans chapter 5. 
verse 8. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8 says this, But God demonstrates his own love toward us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ, Mashiach, Messiah, died for us. Now, you, you, you can't get much clearer than that, friend. God loves you because he chose to. You were not lovable. I was not lovable. And irregardless of all of that, or I should say regardless of that fact, God chose to love you. God chose to love me. He looked at us and said, I love you and I want you in me. So being on the upside of things means that you have someone who loves you more than life itself. And he proved it when he died and died on the cross and then rose again from the dead for you. So the upside is dependent upon the power that works inside of you, not your external circumstances. The absolute foundation of walking in relationship with God is this simple yet not <laughs> yet not so simple fact that God loves you. You must be absolutely convinced of this reality and all that it entails. Now, when I when I say all that it entails, let's look at this. The famous love chapter, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Everybody knows the love chapter. Love is patient. Love is kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, I, I want to submit this to you. Listen to this. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It, it is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Bears all things. Believes all things. Hopes all things. Endures all things. Love never fails. Now, 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8 says that God is love. Now, here's the deal. Let's substitute the word love in 1 Corinthians 13 for the word God. Here's how it would read. God suffers long as and is kind. God does not envy. God does not parade himself. God is not puffed up. God does not behave rudely. God does not seek his own. God is not provoked. God thinks no evil. God bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. God never fails. See, when you look at the fact that God loves you, that's how he loves you. And that's how he responds to you every single day of your life. God is patient. God is kind. God is loving. God is not envious. God, is, he doesn't seek his own. He, he proved that because he came from heaven to earth and, and died and rose again so that you could know what it's like to live the abundant life in him and you could be with him forever in heaven. So he wasn't even thinking of himself when he came and died. That's the kind of love that you have available to you. Okay? Now, the other thing, here's another foundation. So the first foundation is God loves you. 
God loves you abundantly. That's the first foundation to understanding how you can be on the upside of things because there's someone greater and someone who is more powerful than the circumstance that you're facing. And here's the kicker. He loves you. Now, the second second foundation of that is that God has plans. Jeremiah 29, 11. Everybody knows Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Now, catch this next verse, verse 12. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And then verse 13. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And then the first few words of verse 14, I will be found by you, says the Lord. Friend, let me tell you something. You're on the upside of things because God is faithful to everything that he's promised you. He loves you with an undying, everlasting love, and he has plans for you. And he promises that as you seek him first, even in the midst of your circumstance, you will find him. He will be found by you and he will show you great and mighty things that you don't even know. Here's the bottom line. Everything that you're facing today and everything that you will face. Yeah, it's got a lot of power. It's got a lot of a lot of, you know, stuff with it. But the key part is greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world, which means you have a greater power available to you than the circumstance that is trying to get you. Now, here's another thing. Bear in mind, with circumstances and situations, there's an enemy. Okay, you do have a very formidable foe and his name is the devil. And he is bent on only one thing and one thing only and that is to destroy you he wants you gone and so he'll use he'll use circumstances and situations and manipulate them and try to try to get to you but the key part of this is you are the deciding factor whoever you give your attention to is who will be the lord of your circumstance If you give your attention to your circumstance, then guess what? The the power of the circumstance will overshadow you. If you give your attention to the Lord over the circumstance, then the power of the Lord will overshadow the circumstance and you will realize and begin to see yourself on the upside of things. You win, friend. You win. There's nothing today that can defeat you if you are in Jesus. And he promises that if you seek him with all of your heart, he will be found by you and you'll be able to see. His word is a a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. And he opens up the doors that no man can shut and shuts doors that no man can open. Friend, he's he's got the key to the door of your breakthrough. Now, bear in mind, y'all, listen. Everything that you're going through is real. I want to validate that right off the top. Your emotions are real. The situation is real. The pain is real. The frustration is real. I get all of that. I'm just telling you that because of the love and the power and the purpose of God, those things do not have to have the right 
to conduct their business in your life. You have the choice. You can choose to let circumstances that are real, don't get me wrong, are they are real, but you can choose to either let those circumstances have the, the throne of your heart or let God have the throne of your heart. Now, here's the deal. If you let the circumstances have the throne of your heart, then you have the supply that the circumstances provide, which isn't very good. But on the other hand, if you let God have the throne of your heart, even in the face of the circumstance, whatever God has becomes available to you. So the question is, which one do you want? So I just want to encourage you today, you're not alone. You're not by yourself. And when I say that God is with you, please know that I'm not talking about he's just like sitting on the side watching you go through the thing, standing, standing there going, hey, don't forget, I'm here. I'm right here. No, God is actively involved in everything that touches you. He is actively present with you. I want you to say that God is actively present with me. I'm going to say it again. God is actively present with me. One more time. God is actively present with me. He's involved. He is involved in what touches you. And that's how much you matter to him. You really do matter. You're important to God. So be encouraged today. Whatever you're facing, you have a supply of joy that's available to you 24-7, 366 days out of the year. He's right there for with you and for you. He's promised that he will never, ever, ever leave you or forsake you. All right? So I want you to really be encouraged today. You, you are a winner. You are, you are a winner. Believe it, receive it, walk in it today. Hey, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Be Encouraged today. I hope it was an encouragement to you. If you could, if, if it was an encouragement to you, would you do me a favor? Uh, just kind of drop me a note uh, via email, greg at gregshoemake.com. Again, greg at gregshoemake.com. Just to let us know that it was encouraging to you and that you appreciated it. And uh, I want to appreciate you for taking the time to listen. All right, so God bless you, and we'll see you on the other side.